Welcome, I'm Louise Fitzroy and this is Small Bites, inspired by the National Frumpatic to Plate program with the aim of helping you save precious time spent on groceries. Enjoy bite-sized episodes with experts answering common questions about the food in your trolley. From a back baking perspective, we now have uh, bakers that get us to age their flour. Wow. The fermentation process and the flavour. So yep. we have uh, some flour in our storage here that we hold for 14 days before we send out. Our grocery item this week is spelt. And we have a few special guests on the podcast, including Craig Neal, Managing Director of Whole Grain Milling Co. in Gunnada, New South Wales. The company began with Craig's parents using a small bench-mounted stone mill to grind organic flowers on their family kitchen table. Now, that was back in 1978. My mother was uh, thinking way outside the box back in those days. And... <laughs> She was one of the first people when I was three or four years old to throw the um, the dripping tin out from under the sink. We, you know, back yep. in the days when we used to spread the dripping, and she's always thought that little bit outside the box as far as health and well-being and where she wanted to be. So yeah, we started uh, grinding with a a little German mill probably fifty-five years ago. Wow! And do you uh, still have it? Do you still grinding. use it? Uh, no, we don't. We have the second one. From that, we went to a French one, which was far superior, obviously, <laughs> with uh, evolution. We would always eat fresh milk grain oh, in our kitchen. Nothing better, is there? Oh, it's one of those old cooks. We always had the cakes and the biscuits and the, <laughs> and the puddings and all of that. All <laughs> you make everyone's mouths water. Like, honestly, that's the dream, oh, isn't it? <laughs> it is. And now you get so busy, you wish you could do it. Yeah, so, I know. Um, what, like, what is the difference between, you know, freshly ground grain you know compared to something that that isn't there's a debate on that uh, in, in this era because freshly ground grain obviously you have you have the more active nutritional values of it from a back baking perspective we now have uh bakers that get us to age their flour wow the fermentation process and the flavor so yep. we have um, some flour in our storage here that we hold for 14 days before we send out and we have other bakers that we mill on the day that we truck so yeah it's it, it's come to a fork in the road and they are both very good uh, and very upstanding uh values that they have and they both have health benefits and flavor and and marketing benefits so yeah it just depends isn't, where your thought process goes amazing i had no idea craig that they actually let it age like like a fine wine well, it's like wine in a way exactly yeah. it, uh, once you release all of those flavors and and the endosperm and the wheat germ it then the flavor goes through uh the rest of the product and in a sourdough situation um it has some favorable benefits one of the big questions i think a lot of our subscribers have um craig is is spilt actually a wheat variety it's the ancient derivative of wheat. So it's not bred from wheat. Wheat is bred from spelt. Uh -huh. So, you know, you can do a lot of reading on the net. And that we basically call it it's a 2,000 year old grain. And I know if you go back through uh, various other articles, it goes back to 9,000 years. I don't know. We basically market it as older than 2,000 years. Wow. Grain. And we, that's where wheat derived from. Then you've got um, you've got other ancient grains such as Kamut and Corazan, which other varieties of cereals were derived from also. So um, 
um, you know, you go spelt, then you go to pre-1960 wheats, which don't have the Mexican dwarf gene, so they have different characteristics, again, as far as digestibility, then you go to your 1960 up until 2022, 23, and that's a different um, gluten structure again, because it's got the Mexican dwarf gene introduced. Ah, so why did wheat become the popular cousin to spelt? I mean, if spelt was around first, why why is everyone uh, now talking about wheat? My interpretation of that is because spelt does not yield favourably. It is it's, It has a very long growing period. It's, they say it's a 120 day growing period. Um, we have evidence of it taking more like 140 days, whereas you will get to modified wheats nowadays to grow in 90 days. So with the elements that you're facing nowadays, for example, climate change, where you're um, discounting this year and the previous year, but we don't get a lot of rainfall during our growing period. So as farmers are going for quicker varieties from mature flower, develop the seed while the moisture's there. Yep. Um, you will struggle growing a good crop of spelt when there is very, very marginal rainfall because it grows for too long. So it's all it's all about production. It's all about viability for the for the farmer, which is very important. Also, we have to try and pair the viability of the farmer with the health and, and nutritional values of the consumer at the other end and at a price point that works. Yeah, um, I can definitely see why the the modification of wheat has happened. Given given the um, I guess the dedication to growing spelt then it would be more expensive then in in on in the supermarket than wheat definitely um as a rule of thumb um spelt is more than twice the price of the uh sale price of wheat on the day in in the in the field and obviously then when we bring it into our factory we um extract possibly a minimum of 40 percent in the shell because it mm. still has the shell on it and the husk um, yep. So that you're paying the premium price on 40%, which you are then um, using for stock food. So yeah, that's why it has a, a much higher price tag when you get to the supermarket or bakery. Yep. Um, but the consumers seem to accept that. They, um, they're happy to pay that margin because there are a lot of benefits to spilt as opposed to wheat if that is the focus of your eating habits. And what are those benefits uh, better, better nutritionally? Di- well, better digestibility, high nutritional value, low GI. Yep. Uh, you know, it does have uh, good probiotic uh, values. Um, it ticks a lot of boxes and the flavour. Uh, I don't know if you've ever walked into a bakery or home baked a, a loaf of spelt bread. It has a distinctive flavour, so you know you're eating spelt. No, I, no yeah, flavors. Craig, I haven't. But no, after this conversation, I really want to. So I'm going to give it a go. Although, <laughs> is it more challenging baking bread with spelt flour than it is wheat flour? Uh, yes, it is. Um, when we put it through our laboratory for testing uh, on phrenographs, um, for example, it... Um, it certainly doesn't perform the way in gluten strength that a, that a bread wheat will. Um, you have to work around that with moisture and mixing time yep. and development time. It's just an art of artisan baking. It is perfectly achievable. 
but not to the recipe that you might be reading <laughs> that you've torn out the back of a magazine in making normal bread. Yep, wheat. that's it, Just exactly. Keep, keep playing with it. Mix it for longer and prove it for longer would be my advice. All right, great. Thank you. I will take that you know. advice. <laughs> um, and another question um, that's been coming in is the processing of spelt um, compared to wheat. I understand there's a little bit more processing involved uh, with the spelt, as you okay. said, with the husks. Um, can you explain a little bit about that? Well, first of all, we bring it in and we scalp what we call scalp it. So we get all the uh, foreign particles and bodies and, uh, and grains out of, the, out of the sample. Then we hull it. Um, there's two methods of hulling. One is with abrasion and one is with impact. You'll find the European method is more down an impact. So it's okay. flung onto an impact ring at very high speed and it pops out. We use an abrasion method here. Um, we don't find that European literature is 100% uh, achievable. Uh, the same results are not achievable here in Australia. Right. It's, it's under different conditions. We have a much hotter finish. Um, so yeah, we use an abrasion method, which uses an enormous amount of energy, unfortunately, to drive the machine. Mm. Uh, but it, we have far less waste as in far as cracked grain and things. It's far right. more minimal, so that justifies the cost of the energy to um, use abrasion. Then from that, we have to obviously go through various cleaning machines and separate the grain from the shell and the husk. And then there's always 10 or 15% that hasn't been extracted from the shell. So it goes back through on, on another repeat process. So it's a reasonably complex little process. Um, and hence, that's why you're seeing the price of spelt loaf is often a little bit more expensive than the wheat loaf because the cost of reduction is substantially more. Yeah, that, may, that does make sense. Um, and what happens to the husks? Uh, we use them for stock food here. Great. Um, in, in our own operation, we've, we've um, got a little operation where we run cattle as well and it goes into what we uh, supplement them with. Quentin Kennedy is the Managing Director of Kyala Pure Foods, based in the heart of Queensland's Darling Downs, one of the last remaining flour mills in Australia to still operate in the midst of where the grains are grown. Kyala sources over 20 different grains from certified organic growers, including spelt, and supplies flours and bulk whole foods to both national and international customers. Yeah, so it's 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 a difficult job farming for sure because you you think um, all you need is rain and now we've had too much and a delay planting which potentially affect yields and some people may not even get onto their country in time before the the planting window closes. So, so it's a tough game. People need to remember that when they are purchasing mm. rain. Um, they do, the indeed. Of all the hard work <laughs> and all the stress and determination that goes yes, into producing yes. that. Well, we we try and tell the story of the farmer on our plate to farm tracker system on all of our retail products, okay. so that people can get an understanding of what it's like to be a farmer. Because I think you know people want to be in touch with where their food comes from. They want to understand that that journey. Um, and also the challenges. Kelsey Russell Murray is a gut health obsessed registered dietitian and cooks with spelt all the time. So obviously I had to track her down to answer a few more of your questions. So Kelsey, first question for you, and this is one of the most commonly asked questions uh, from our From Paddock to Plate subscribers, uh, is spelt more digestible than wheat? 
digestible. There's a couple of things that might make it easier to digest. Um, the form of gluten that is in it has a weaker structure. So for people with a mild gluten intolerance, it may be more digestible. Um, there are other benefits of spelt compared to wheat. It's higher than certain uh, vitamins and minerals. It's a little bit higher in protein and fiber. But I wouldn't say that digestibility, it differs significantly than than wheat does. Okay, great. Uh, good to know. Uh, uh, second question here that we have is spilt a low FODMAP option? Okay, so again, uh, spelt flour is slightly lower in um, FODMAPs than wheat flour, but still overall not a, a, not a low FODMAP option. Um, the Monash Food app, which is kind of the gold standard that actually tests the FODMAP content of different foods, um, actually classifies spelt pasta and spelt flakes as high FODMAP in a regular serving size. Now, a half cup of cooked spelt which is a pretty small portion size, does get you a low FODMAP ranking. Now, FODMAP content is a lot to do with processing. So certain methods, like a 100% spelt sourdough, is actually a lower FODMAP option, very similar in FODMAP content to like a gluten-free bread Uh, um, that's made in a more more, um, like a a present-day bread-making way versus a traditional sourdough. Um, But... Uh, bread that's made like in a common processing way with spelt flour right now is high FODMAP. Okay. So, so how much gluten is in spelt then? Yeah. So very similar to wheat. Actually, the research shows just slightly more gluten in spelt than, than wheat flour. So again, not a good option for like your celiac or your non-celiac gluten sensitivity people. But like I discussed, there is some thought that the structure of the gluten that's in the spelt flour might be slightly weaker, might be more water soluble. Okay. So it may be slightly easier to digest from that perspective. So people with a very mild gluten intolerance, uh, anecdotally, I've had clients tell me that they're able to tolerate like a spelt pasta or a spelt bread wow. better than a wheat um, flour or bread, but technically still very similar gluten content. Sure, okay. Uh, is spelt safe to eat during pregnancy? Yeah, absolutely. No contraindications. Awesome. Okay, that's good. Is spelt prebiotic? Yeah, so spelt is, like I mentioned, it's high in fiber and it's high in resistant yeah. starch, a type of fiber that is known to feed our good, friendly gut bacteria. Cool. So in general, most foods that are high fiber have at least some degree of prebiotics because our our healthy gut bacteria feed off of fiber foods. So yes, it's definitely got some prebiotic benefit. Awesome. Um, And is spelt good for weight loss over wheat, for example? Exactly. So no single food is going to make a big impact with weight, but because spelt is a whole grain and it's high in fiber, we know that high fiber diets are associated with weight loss or maintaining a lower body weight. And because it is high in fiber, we don't get that blood sugar spike after we eat. It's slower to digest, Mm. which can be beneficial for weight loss. So indirectly, I'm not going to say it's spelt in itself will cause you to lose weight, but if you're looking for weight loss, it's certainly a better option than like a white flour bread okay great um and look i know that you mentioned you love cooking with spelt um Mm -hmm. so uh also coming from my own personal experience um 
I've used spelt flour in the past and noticed that when I do make bread, my breads don't rise as much as if I was using a wheat flour. Why would that be? Yeah, so there's a couple of reasons and I have to admit, I'm not much of a baker. I love spelt <laughs> pasta, Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I looked into a bit and there's two big reasons. So spelt flour, um, it rises much quicker than wheat. Oh. So you want to bake it basically as soon as it doubles in size. When you're proofing it, it doubles in size. Sure. You want to bake it quickly. Otherwise, it is going to lose some of that. Um, the other thing is that the proteins are more fragile, so you don't want to over knead it. Ah, okay. That's probably what I'm doing. I think I'm overneeding it. Yeah. <laughs> Getting too excited there. <laughs> um, exactly. What else do you make with spelt? Yeah. So spelt is a great substitution. You can substitute it one to one for whole wheat flour. Right. So I think of things like, because it's got, I think this is one of the other um, questions, but it's got kind of a mild nutty flavor, yes. but it's a bit lighter and softer than a whole wheat flour. So it's great for things like bread, flatbreads, mm -hmm. pancakes, biscuits. Uh, to me, I would go more towards those muffins and loaves okay. for sure, but maybe more so those types of items, like the more savory versus like your breads or your cakes and your pastries sure. um, because I, I think of substituting it for the whole wheat flour. Yeah because I mean that's that's one of the questions it was, it was what does it taste like I mean you said mild and nutty like is it is it a really obvious mild and nutty flavor? No I would say it's very similar to a whole wheat but it's a bit lighter and then it's got like a slightly nutty mildly sweet taste mm -hmm. but again like I said I primarily eat spelt pasta and to me it's similar in taste and texture to a whole wheat pasta. And why do you, why, why do you choose spelt pasta over wheat pasta? So I, I think because of that lighter texture, sure. I find whole wheat pasta quite gritty. Right. So okay. it definitely doesn't have the same grittiness. And then nutritionally, it's higher in protein and fiber. And I'm vegetarian. Oh, so yeah. with spelt pasta, I don't even add like a... I'm not too worried about adding an extra protein source to yeah. it. I just kind of look at that as most Great. of my protein and it's it's high in fiber. So I love it for that. A win-win. That sounds awesome. And and like when people get spelt as well, um, if they're not uh, used to cooking with spelt, um, do you need to soak it beforehand like you might with rice or um, another grain? Yeah, so if you get the whole grain spelt, it can actually be substituted and cooked just like a rice. Okay. Um, it does, yes, you need to give it a thorough rinse and then you actually want to soak it okay. overnight because that helps make it easier to digest, break down some of those components in it so that we can absorb the nutrition. It's easier to digest. It's not so hard and tough because even with soaking overnight, you're still going to need to simmer it for about an hour. Oh, it takes wow. a while. Oh, wow. So yeah. it is because it's quite a, a hard, a hard grain. A hearty. Yeah. yeah. That's the big difference from wheat. Oh. It's got a hull on it, like a hard outer shell. Sure. Uh, so it's definitely, yeah, it takes a bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to registered dietitian Kelsey Russell Murray, as well as Craig Neal, Managing Director of Whole Grain Milling Co. and the Managing Director of Kyala Pure Foods, Quentin Kennedy. What's in your shopping cart? Hopefully now you're going to include spelt. Use the links below to order your favourite spelt foods conveniently online. For more small bites, whenever you get hungry, make sure to follow us at Tasty Small Bites and also at From Paddock to Plate. And let me know what grocery item you'd like us to unpack next.